is Bitcoin a religion? Welcome to This Is Not Investment Advice. As always, this podcast is for entertainment and educational purposes only. I'm not a registered investment advisor. Um, so I'm going to pin the article in the description, but before I go into the article, what I really want to talk about is what is a religion and how has society generally worked over time? So if we look through the history of the world, generally there's a, crew, a group of people. And then someone generally through force or the threat of force, like, hey, I've got a rock in my hand. And if you don't do what I say, I'll throw it at you, um, takes over power. And the history of men is that men will never be satisfied with enough power. Bizarrely, that's what brings them sometimes into a lot of power. And so they'll take over and take over and take over and kill people along their way until they get more power. Um, the most successful person of this was Genghis Khan, I think, in the in the time frame. Success being a very weird word to describe it. But religion... Is it different? And I, I might get a lot of hate here. I am religious myself, but religion has generally been a societal way, a way to control societies. And for many of them, through not the threat of the rock, but the threat of damnation. Um, I think we have, you know, if you don't do this, you'll go to hell. Um, but also, Religions and militaries have always mixed through history. So I, I think it's really important to understand that uh, religion at its core could be a great thing, but the implementation about it is generally about control. That's how so before societies, um, you know, we have a recent invention with the nation state. Before it was the religious state in a sense. Um, and the Pope, I think, used to be the world's most powerful person. So is Bitcoin a religion? Well, I think it is, but I don't think you're being sacrilegious by being religious, be, by being, say, a Bitcoiner and Jewish or Christian or Muslim. I don't think you're praying to God. Maybe it's a way of life, but maybe it's such a strong way of life that it kind of becomes religion. And so... I want to go into this article because it, it talks, it says Bitcoin is more modern art than, or religion than money. And so obviously this, this person probably doesn't like modern art, but it says Bitcoin quote has no intrinsic value. As we have said here repeatedly, nobody in the right mind would use it to pay for pizzas or Teslas or anything other than desperately needed illegal goods, services or ransoms. So I think when we talk about when there's a new religion and maybe this is the maybe this is the beginning of a new religion, right? Maybe many of the religions have failed much of society. Now, if religions are so great, why is so much of the world poor? It's good for certain people, but there's a lot of people who don't like their life in this world. You know, I heard a stat that, and I want to be overly negative, but I think there's more slaves today, number-wise, 
than there ever have been. Now, you might think, oh, my God, you're crazy. There's millions of people that work in sweatshops. Sex trafficking is one of the world's biggest industries. So we, we don't live in this, like, this, this, this world without pain and suffering. Um, there's a lot of messed up things that go on. And so what, what I believe is happening is that this new, quote, religion of Bitcoin is confronting the status quo, right? And I would say ultimately the religion that Bitcoin's confronting is not Christianity, not Judaism, not, you know, not Islam, not whatever. The religion that Bitcoin is confronting is our economic religion. Because our economic religion is so messed up that the savings account doesn't make sense. Now, if you think about this, right? What are you to told as a kid? You're told the story of uh, the squirrel or the grasshopper or whatever it is that saved his food, right? Because the idea is you always save for a rainy day. And that, that's true in any type of economic system, right? If you run a company or you work for a living, I assume most of you work, and you have a good year, a good month, the idea is, okay, I can save that extra money. So when I have a bad month, or a bad year, it'll be there. It's kind of like your energy, right? But the most important thing is that extra energy, it can't decay too much. So historically, people have used, you know, gold because it doesn't decay. That's the most important thing about money. You hear about fungible this, fungible that, divisible. Look, I believe it. Decay. It cannot decay. Now, durability is different than decay, but the value cannot decay. The faster something decays, the worse it is as a store of value. Maybe the best stores of value are things that I actually can appreciate. Don't get me started on stuff like that. Society today, even the Western world, quote, quote, the first Western world, Europe and the U.S. and Canada. Guess what? Fiat currency doesn't hold its value anymore. It's not about the interest. The bond is broken, right? Because even though there's all this money, you can't maintain your purchasing power. You put money in the bank, two hundred thousand dollars, two hundred. You put two hundred grand in the bank three or four years ago. Tell me if that can buy the same stuff, especially a house, especially a collectible. Have a gold. Can't buy as much gold. So I think Bitcoin is a religion, but it's 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 confronting its enemy. It's the Antichrist to. Um, yeah, it really is. It's the antichrist to like the fiat currency system. And so when two religions come into conflict, 
eventually, can they coexist? Now, I know there's a coexist bumper sticker, right? And I think in many countries, people can coexist, but it's a question of how big it, how big are they in religion? There's a lot of history of wars being fought over religion. Like, there's very few societies where religious, where like religions can truly coexist, and both of those people be very, very religious. You know, I lived abroad, and I would tell you that, you know, I, I'm in America, but overseas, um, there's societies are really fragmented based on religion or ethnicity. They, there's not this kind of mixing that I see a lot of. Now, it still happens, but there's societies where it's very separated. Um, and it's not racist necessarily. Just people are hang Religion is a factor in certain parts of society where it's like, no, like, you cannot, like, I'm not, I'll be your friend, but my family life, you have to be, like, the defining thing of this family is the religion. Um, so the art article continues. Unfortunately, it's more dangerous cult than proper religion. Its adherents claim Bitcoin is sticking it to the man and fi freeing finance for the little guy. But mainly what it's doing, Bloomberg's editorial board writes, is further enriching the same old middlemen. Bankers, traders, fund managers, Elon Musk, while setting themselves up for a massive bust. Sometimes modern art gets mistaken for trash and thrown away. I mean, he's saying, look, you know, Bitcoin is sold as this, like, liberating idea, but there's all these people in the middle. Are there people in the middle? Absolutely. They can make or lose money. But to me... Bitcoin is so valuable because even if it slows down, which I, I, I do expect it to slow down personally. Like, you know, are, are we going to, you know, I think the most lofty expectations are for Bitcoin to be $100 trillion. Okay. Now that sounds crazy. But what, what is that from here? Um, that's a 200x. Okay. I would have to assume if that ever happened, the dollar would be, I'm just going to throw out a number there, one-fourth of its value at, least at the minimum. So that's a 50x. So if Bitcoin goes beyond your wildest dreams, in real purchasing power, it's going to go up 50x from here. That's my opinion. That's not the same return that Bitcoin had at a dollar, relatively. And so... I think we're getting to a world where, you know, Bitcoin, and it's not even 200x, it's like 170. But we're getting to a world where Bitcoin is, as things get bigger, the returns will have to slow down. That's not a bad thing. It's just a thing. You know, you've seen this with Amazon. You've seen this with Apple. That once a company gets big enough, it's, it's return just... It, it, it doesn't happen. Depreciate diminishing returns. You know, um, you can see this in real estate in a sense with the price of square foot goes down as the house gets bigger in the same neighborhood for the same houses. It's just, there's, it, it, I'm not going to get too stuck on that. But, you know, so to me, as I think about this, I think Bitcoin is a religion. Now, this also probably, if this is true, this explains why potentially some people in your life don't want you in Bitcoin because let's be honest, Bitcoin, if Bitcoin's religion, you're casting aside that religion, right? Um, 
I'm going to talk about the American dream next episode and whether it's alive or what it really is. And I think it goes well with this episode. But Bitcoin is a religion and it's confronting our reality. And that's why there's all this conflict, right? Because you're rejecting what you were raised with from an economic system. And your view of money is a violent confrontation, violent, quote unquote, towards the system. Whether Bitcoin is right or wrong is different. But now I'm starting to think, maybe pick together why people, why there's a lot of negativity towards it. Because at the end, if Bitcoin truly succeeds, not this time, but in 20 years, who is it challenging? It's challenging the dollar. It's taking away the dollar's power. And there's a lot of people that say, you know, no reserve currency has been willingly given up. It's only been given up through war. Um, and no one, I think right now you have to have your face of, you know, they say first you, I think you first you deny it, then you like disparage it, then you fight it. Like, where are we in that sector? I think we're at the like, we're at the sector where the governments are kind of laughing uneasily, right? They're going, ha ha, like, ha ha, guys, yeah, you're, you're stupid Bitcoin, you're stupid crypto. Look at these scams that are done. There's, there's no store of value. And then what do you see, right? You see it's gone from the cyberpunks, the cyberpunks to, you know, Maybe if five or six years ago, you had that one friend that was telling you, and then you call that friend, you say, dude, like, I'm just getting into crypto. And they go, I've been telling you that for the last five years. And you go, no, you haven't. And they go, and I hope my friend's listening. They go, he goes, yeah, you have, because I wasn't listening, right? Because I thought I was smarter than everyone else. God, do I realize how stupid I am. I'm not stupid. I should listen more. That's a big fault of mine. So as Bitcoin progresses, the, the real question here is, oh, so to go back, so now you've got not just, now you have that one friend. And then you saw someone normal get into it. And I think that's what happened this year. You know, for example, my parents love that I'm enthusiastic about Bitcoin. And some of my friends do too. They share my enthusiasm about it. They also don't want me to get hurt. You can see that the volatility is just so painful. And it, it really is. I'm not going to lie, Bitcoin. Um, the volatility is, <laughs> it can take your breath away. If you get my drift. But now you have normal people. Does it, does it does matter how much Ray Dalio put in? Yeah, he does. But that's someone from traditional finance that says he doesn't have it. Is Bitcoin this, they call it a black hole, sucking people in? Maybe. But that, I think, is the, 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 the thing that I wanted to get across today, which is Bitcoin is the new religion. In any religion, when they get into conflict, it's not pretty. Expect, you know, as I said, expect the FUD to be worse. As Bitcoin, and that's where we're at. We're at the point where 
they would rather make fun of the system because there's one easy way to fix this whole system, to kill Bitcoin. How do you kill Bitcoin? You stop misbehaving as a government. I've heard this from someone else. Like, I think it was on a podcast with Preston. Like, you just, you, you, you stop printing money. You stop interfering in financial markets. And people can trust the money. Bitcoin can never exist in a gold-backed currency world. I mean, it could now, but it couldn't have got started. It couldn't have got this energy behind it. But what Bitcoin is pointing out is it's like, look, I know that you will never have a sound money. It's it's saying you say you're God, you say that you're, you know, you're you're you you're not you're not a man, you're God. Show me you can fly. And I know that you can you can't. I know it's a, I know you're fake. And so that is really what's going on with Bitcoin and this new religion challenging it. I hope this brings some of my like my clarity and my passion of what this is about because beyond the price, the price is part of the story. But this is a new way of looking at the world.